With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Fad. Have a good one. All day. right, man. My podcasting voice woke up the baby, so I'm on daddy duty. Oh, you fucked up, dude. You actually woke up the baby? Get out of here, yeah, man. Get out of here, man. See yeah. See ya. Peace, peace, peace. You're in trouble, dog. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. right yo this is road trip music for sure yo for sure yeah it feels good man like i said uh, I, I picture myself in nova scotia man i don't know why in nova like, scotia I that, yeah i saw that album cover and i just thought of like driving along like there's it's called like the cabot trail and you're basically like on like this cliff yeah and on one side you got mountains on, on the other it's like the atlantic ocean it's fucking damn, it's so nice dude damn okay so we just played some known pow fu production by Coulter got balanced we played survivor that song is doing numbers and that song is i believe Chilliwack Hope in Surrey or Chilliwack Mission in Surrey? Okay, I'm getting the interior city wrong, but hey, that's BC right there. And it's, I feel as if that song is doing well right now, but I, I've told Coltar a couple of times, like that song's gonna do numbers for a while because it has something about it, right? You listen to it twice and you're like, oh shit, this, this is something. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm proud of Coltar, man. Yeah, I, mean, dog, I, 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 started, I started going on the Spotify, he's got like, you know, half a million listeners a month and then this pow fu guy apparently is the 365th most popular artist in the world right now shout out to bc right shout out to Holy fucking bc yo. give us a give them a round of applause yo real talk real talk and you know people are probably like yo let's just talk about the canucks versus the fucking senators which we will get to but i t- totally believe that the nux misconduct network is not alive if it's not for coltar got bounce you know <laughs> coltar got bounce kept the lights on for a long time and now he's uh now he's, uh, you know, just getting listened to. You could say all the other things, too. Like, oh, yeah, now he's making it or getting it, and this is a big step. But at the at the end of the day, I think the uh, the most important thing is he's being listened to alongside Noan and Pafu. Yeah, 100%. And, and while the Canucks might not have anybody bouncing, Coltar still got the people bouncing, you know? <laughs> so that's what matters the most. Oh, holy shit, dude. That's what I'm telling the people, yo. You know what? I've lost a lot of hope in a Jim Benning run Vancouver Canucks organization. Thank God I got hope for a lot of the good faces in the city who are doing incredible things and are going to represent this city and the province in the world of music. It's it's happening. It's happening quick. You know, it, it was taking a while, but now I feel like it's happening quick. Anyway, sipping on a 40, Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs talking about this game that I did not watch. I didn't watch this game, okay? I had books to read. I took a nap. 
All right, I woke up. It was 5-2, and I don't feel anything. I I'm not pissed. Nobody can be pissed forever, right? Oh, Nobody. The, the fact that they're even playing is, is a miracle. And, and it was actually a good bonding day for, for me and the coworkers because, you know, no more meetings from 2 p.m. onwards. So we actually threw on the game on the big screen TV and hey. had to go in the background while we worked. So uh, that, that was a nice moment for, for, for me and the comrades at the office. Oh, because uh, it felt new. It felt new again. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, I guarantee that felt new again, right? Because there you were watching the game with your comrades. People. Yeah. People. <laughs> damn, yo, that's yeah, what a else. world, man. Who would have thought? Well, damn, we've been living in it. Okay, so the Canucks lose, I believe, six to three to the Ottawa Senators. They lose what three of four to the Senators, and you know the impossible is now even more impossible because, in my opinion, this team that is run by Jim Benning had no chance coming off of COVID nineteen collectively and putting on a stretch of really good hockey. It just Seemed impossible. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was kind of predictable. I, not the fact that the Canucks beat the Leafs, but the fact that they're looking tired. And I think two players in tonight that looked tired in particular were Quinn Hughes and JT Miller. And, but here's the thing, like when you're Travis Green and you're, and you're trying to win every game, and, and he mentioned this quote over and over again in the post game. It was something along the lines of, just because you're tired doesn't mean you can't win or... There's nothing, nothing in the rule book that says you can't win when you're tired. He said that about three, four times in the post-game show. And, and while I guess that's true in theory, it's it's pretty hard to win when you're when you're tired, you know? <laughs> tired, you after COVID tired after yeah. COVID-19. Tired after COVID-19. It's a yeah, different you're, type you're, of tired. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's a yeah. fucking so different so type I've been of told. Time. So I've been told. Damn. But you, you think about the Canucks, and I mean, they're going to die. Like they, <laughs> they, 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 Sorry, what? that was bad. I just got, <laughs> yeah. I just got that out. <laughs> I was going to say that they're gonna they're gonna ride or die with their best players. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I knew where you were going. Terrible slip up. Hey man, it is what it is. You're oh, listening man. to Sip It Out of Forty, Kyle Bow and Trevor Beggs, and again the Canucks but, lose to the Senators six to three. Keep going. Yeah. So uh, again, they're they're relying on Quinn Hughes, J.T. Miller, Bo Horvat, Brock Besser to just drag them into the fight and hope that they capitalize on something because the rest of the team is giving you nothing right now. You got a bunch of nobodies. You got the Sea of Gradlins, the Bay of Easies, the Plains of Highmore, the fucking garbage cans of Boyd's. I don't even know, man. There's just so many no-name players in this on this team right now. And if your top players aren't going to do it for you, then you're probably not going to win. And when you have Quinn Hughes, JT Miller playing these big, heavy minutes over and over again, they're going to look tired. And tonight, JT Miller with some bad turnovers. Quinn Hughes got beat a number of times. This is probably just going to be the reality as the Canucks play out the string here. So yeah. I know we're all looking for for something in that bottom six. Like I want to see some more OU or Levy time. I want to see some Cole Lynn time. You know, whatever. But again, expecting the Canucks to win these games, the fact that they're playing is even a miracle. I just want to see ice hockey played by a team that's not run by Jim Betting. I'm at that point. I'm at that <laughs> point, yo. It's just, it's it's looking grim even going into next season just based on what this team is going to be able to do to change things up straight up and it's uh it is what it is you know on top of coming back to playing the game of ice hockey post covid they don't have patterson you know what i'm saying and goaltending is such a momentum based position and it's seemed that way it has seemed that way for thatcher demko you know what i'm saying when this guy's on he's on but i feel as if it takes him a while to get back to that that state and yeah it's just 
It, it, like, there, there's just not a recipe here where I think the impossible becomes impossible. You know, real talk. It's just no. it's just not going to happen here in Vancouver. And people want to, you know, call me a, a pessimistic asshole. Go ahead. It's just Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. And I'm already showing my support, Trevor. Okay, I'm already growing my beard, as you can tell. As you can tell, dog. As you can tell, I haven't shaved in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, wow. That's uh, that's impressive. I yeah, think, dog. Uh, you know, you keep it up another couple of weeks, then uh, you might actually be able to, for your uh, mustache hairs to touch your lip. Yeah, dog. I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. It's just one of those things in the city outside of the music that I'm, again, excited for is my beard growth because they still got to play games. And I told the people until this team stops playing games, I'm keeping that beard and it's going to do good for my Tinder game. It really is. It really is. Oh, yeah. Hey, you back on Tinder yet, by the way? I'm not. I, I have never made my debut yet, but I think everything <laughs> happens for a reason. And think about this. It's happening for a reason. Let me have some uh, some hair on my face before I upload that photo. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I already enough. booked the hey, photo ladies, shoot. Ladies, by, by the way, Kyle's birthday month is coming up. Hey. Uh, it's the month of May. So, uh, but I'm only... You know, I'm only can, Candidates for the birthday sex. I'm only gotta be out there. lining up with those on Tinder, and I'm gonna take them on dates, you know what I'm saying, the seven date rule, Kyle Bowen, okay? If they got one round of vaccines, okay? One round. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, yo, this is so crazy. You know, I, I was thinking about this. There's all this uproar on Twitter and, and whatnot about these random locations where you can just walk in and get vaccines and how they're not really announced to the public in a efficient way, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel as if more people are finding out through text messages and WhatsApp other than official news from the government. And it's entertaining. Like, I was actually thinking, maybe I'm going to walk up the street. I had to go to shoppers to grab some water. And maybe there's a chance I'll get a vaccine. Like, that's how spontaneous these things can be. Did you did you end up getting your vaccine? And let me ask you another question. Is, is it rude to ask if you got your vaccine? You know what I'm saying? Is it rude? Not, no, not no, at all, I don't right? It's rude. It's just, uh, it's most of us are going to have it at some point. I think it's just conversation at this mm -hmm. point. I, I do think, are you getting a vaccine in general is a pretty uh, contentious question among a lot of people. Contentious. For whatever reason. Uh, but re regardless, I mean, uh, no, I haven't gotten my vaccine. And, and, and the reason I find that kind of statement so crazy about people just walking in and getting theirs is my wife had hers. She got her, her notification from the government or whatever, mm -hmm. or Rexall saying like, hey, you come and get your shot on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, great. I'm going to get my vaccine. And then the day before, they canceled on her because the supplies running out. You don't so, cancel on my homie's wife? Are you serious? I know, man. Are you serious? You know, breastfeeding, trying to get it to our baby. What? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's like a two-in-one. Like two Unbelievable. And then you're just going to hand them out at the Cloverdale Rec Center where I used to play ball hockey? Yeah. Come on, yo. Man. What's going on? Hey, it, it is what it is. What what do I know? How, how do I know anything about the organization of uh, these vaccines going out to the people? Uh, eventually, it's going to happen. We could continue on the vaccine talk, but hey, this is a hockey podcast, and we got to keep talking about uh, the Vancouver Canucks here. Uh, that was actually one of, my, one of my dreams, and, you know, I always tell the people, prove me wrong, especially if you're from the city of Vancouver. Prove K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N wrong, okay? Prove him wrong. If the Canucks were able to pull off the impossible, my belief was, okay, well, Braden Holpe will be picked up next year. Somebody else will pay him that money to play goaltending because he would have to be a big part of it. And man, that sucks. That that, that really does suck that this guy's still going to be part of the team next season. And it's nothing really against the guy. It's just 
it's just again another nail in the 2022 coffin for me it's like holy shit this team is actually not going to be able to make the changes it needs to play good hockey next year and that that bothers me man yeah and i was gonna say maybe the clickbaity title for this episode so it should be uh jim benning thank you next oh <laughs> i mean yeah Damn, it's, it's, it's been a long time we've talked it like to you know no end about how you know poorly this team's been run by jim benning uh, but, you know, I, I think as a pipe, even if Holtby plays his heart out here, <laughs> uh, which he has been, he's been a, he's been fantastic. Yeah, I have, think it's a pipe dream to think he's going to get selected by Seattle. I just think there's enough young goaltenders that are going to be available. And I don't have a list in front of me, but I think like a Dan Vladar in Boston. Uh, Vladar? Who the Vladar. fuck is Vladar? That, that name? That's an elite hockey name. Elite probably mispronouncing name. it, but it's I, I, was th- name. I was thinking this, okay? The only way Seattle would pick him is because who else would they pick from this Canucks team? And I also mentioned Holpe leaving because maybe another team would just want to trade for one year of that salary going against their cap for a goaltender that, again, helped a team do the impossible. And again, it's going to be hard for Holpe to, to raise that bait. He, he uh, not not that bait, but that uh, that value. And you're going to be seeing a Canucks roster that has ten plus million dollars in between the pipes. That's just yeah. that's just the truth. Well, I think what you mentioned too about you know the Canucks not gonna ha- they're not gonna have many good players to select. I mean, Holby might is probably exactly. gonna be the best of the bunch. So that's the small sliver of hope. But I just think there's gonna be better goaltenders on better contracts. But you mm-hmm. never know. I mean, Holby's played great so far in his all of his four starts since returning. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you can keep that up, especially behind, especially playing behind this Canucks team right now, because man, it's uh, it is a bit hard to watch right now. Um, and, that, that being that being said, one of the things I did want to see was uh, Tyler Mott and JT Miller together. I don't know why I wanted to see it so bad. They got like two of the hardest working guys in the team on the same line and uh, didn't really work out tonight against Ottawa. But <laughs> uh, I, I did want to ask you about this uh, because I think it's been talked about a lot. JT Miller is your third line center. Uh, I wrote about it at Next Misconduct, kind of, you know, the positives and negatives of him being there. But I think one of the most enticing things is the fact that he could play on the line with Pod Coles and, and maybe Tyler Mott. It, is that something you'd want to see for the Canucks, or do you think he's still better off on Pedersen's wing? Well, you know what? The Pedersen thing, it worked for one season. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't as if they were lighting the world on fire this season, so why not try something like that out? And if we're going to see any type of change from this roster next season, it probably will be internally, and that would be something that the coach could try. Real talk, real talk, and Miller seems as if he is is the guy you want. Paul Golzin, I think I said that right, learning from. Honestly, that compete level, just, I wouldn't say similar type of player because I barely watched Paul Golzin play, but I just feel as if... They, they do have some similarities in yeah, the game. Mil- I, th- I actually think Paul Golzin is, well, at least in the KHL, has been more responsible defensively, and, and one of the reasons I don't... I love the idea of Miller and Pod Colson together with Mott. Like, I think that's a cool, a super hardworking, tenacious line. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think Miller's a great defensive hockey player. And mm-hmm. this is a guy that had 72 points in 69 games yeah. last season. Yeah. Playing yeah. with PD. He led this team in scoring. He was unbelievable. Do you want one of your best offensive weapons playing as third line center? And then on top of that, like, Ooh, if there's what? no Sutter and no Beagle next season, which there's a chance that neither might not be back. Who, who's going to kill penalties? Like right now, JT Miller is killing penalties after Brandon Sutter. Like, do you want to use JT Miller's time as like your top penalty killer and your, and your third line center? Like to me, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm. Um, Damn, dog. Here we are talking about penalty killers. Real talk. It's just just one of those one of those situations where again, the lack 
of anything new to talk about, especially in the success department over the years, has led to these mind-numbing conversations. Okay? These mind-numbing conversations <laughs> for a city and its people that don't deserve it. It's going to be year eight next season, okay? Year eight is going to suck. Year eight is going to suck for your Vancouver Canucks again because all you'll be looking for is moral victories. Honestly speaking, we're, we're entering that time, Canucks fans. Moral victories. Let's go see Cole Lynn play. Let's go see him play. Let's see him get uh, nine points in the rest of these games coming up. Let's get those moral victories, right? Hey, Huglander, moral victory. has been a great moral victory. But, hey, my, my city, my eyes are just tired of just having these fucking conversations. Honestly, yo, it's going to be the same case next season. And you bring up a great point. Who's going to kill? What, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Those guys are going to leave. You're going to have to pay Petey. You're going to have to pay Hughes. How much money is this team going to have? To, to make these changes, oh man, it's all going to come internally. And, you know, you brought up how Travis Green is doing whatever it takes to win. You know, Travis doesn't have a contract. I, I give that dude all the credit in the world if that's the message he's trying to send to his players because that's the message he needs to get paid, not only by the Vancouver Canucks, but if he finishes strong here too, like, dude, that, that raises his value as a head coach. And, you know, people do like him collectively in, in the city, I guess. And across the league, he seems respected. Like, maybe he'll still get that good dollar from another team but there's there is that chance that he doesn't head coach an nhl team next season you know what i'm saying so all the credit to him for trying to win here yeah i mean like you said when you don't know what your future is i think you are a bit more motivated yeah. it's like the opposite of the louis erickson effect where uh you don't have a contract so you play your heart out and then you get the contract they don't give a shit anymore <laughs> not saying yeah, that's going to be green but uh yeah you can see he he really gives a damn right now and almost to a detriment because he just doesn't want to play any of these other garbage players in the lineup. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I know our Westies kind of talked before about how uh, here at Next Wisconsin, how Green has been involved with bringing on players like Jay Beagle and Tyler Myers, who, you know, Myers have been good lately, but a, a Jay Beagle hasn't been mm -hmm. a huge part of this team's success. So I guess Travis Green wears some of that, but at the same time, like, you know, he sees players playing like shit. He doesn't want to play him no matter how ravaged this team was by COVID. Yeah, man, it's it's something else. Like, we were still able to talk for about 20 minutes about this team that just came off of COVID. You know, we, we weren't even supposed to get emotional after losses and the impossible being cemented once again. But here we are just, again, I think just aggravated, frustrated, and not just losing hope now. But again, I think a lot of people are questioning what they're going to do with their hockey viewing next season. And it's, again, mind-numbing. Is there anything else we should talk about here before we get out? Anything un-Canuck related, okay? Ask any question. Give the people something good here, Begsy. Oh, man, I did have one more hockey-related thing I want to okay, ask you. Okay, hit, 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 hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. Okay, 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 okay. You're, you're talking about year eight of Jim Benning. You're talking about, you know, people might be calling you a pessimistic asshole. Yeah. I, I don't think of you that way until I saw this tweet recently. Uh-oh, yeah. And you might know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but you tweeted out, Earlier this week, on the an the ten year anniversary of Alex Burroughs scoring the greatest Whoa. goal in Canucks history, you tweeted out, "The Burroughs goal means very little to me." How could it happen here in Vancouver? In Vancouver. In Vancouver. Because man, I'm just a mad dude now. When it comes to the world of sports in the city, it's it's like it's been 51 years, and if I feel as if I've just turned off the past, you know. You know when you break up with a fucking ex-girlfriend and you just actually forget everything about them? It gets to a point where you just like, you know, forget how they sound like, blah, blah, blah. Yo, this whole, that whole run, 2011, I just forgot how that felt. I forgot how that felt. And it comes up 
again and again and again every single year and again on the 10th year anniversary i see the highlights and i feel absolutely nothing okay absolutely nothing kyle bowen an honest person absolutely nothing because i am jaded is that the right word to use here i'm fucking yeah. jaded it's all smoggy and it's all leads to you know what happened and that's losing in 2011 and the city burning down for the second time over a hockey game and it just left a oh that was just disgusting and then look what jim benning has done to this roster and aquilini has done to this organization and for oh i can't see straight when it comes to the good times from the vancouver canucks because none of it seems good enough it just seems not full because there's no stanley cup those things matter yo banners matter to kyle Bowen. yeah i mean and that's good I'm, I'm glad your priorities are in the right place but, uh, <laughs> i guess i'm just a positive guy you know i like to enjoy the good times and you know that goal i'm not an emotional guy like to be honest like you could tell me bad news mm -hmm. and, and i kind of brush it off and i get through it but like show me that burrows goal I got goosebumps, man. I'm starting to tear up. Like it was, uh, it was a great moment, man. And just all the stress in that. I just go back to that moment. All yeah. the stress, being in the living room with my dad, biting my nails, and that goal happens, and we're just jumping for elation. So I just get taken back to that to, to that moment every time I see the bro. What are we doing here, man? You know, it's raining it. outside. It's it. raining outside, it out, and now I'm just, I'm so mad at myself that I can't enjoy the little things from my past involving the Vancouver Canucks. I really can't, I really can't. The only the only past memory that holds a lot of importance to me involving the Vancouver Canucks is the Sedin's last game. I was there live, you know, it was different. It was a different feeling and it was magical. It, that was magical, that was a magical ending. The Canucks, that run, there was no magical ending. It, it, was, a, it was an ending from hell, okay? Real talk, on the TV screen and on the streets. It was fucked up and that, that cut me. Yo, bro, you know I fuck with Vancouver, okay? You know I fuck with Vancouver. That was just a stain. That was a, that was a bad day for the city, and I don't think I've ever recovered. I, I, I will never recover until this team wins a cup. I, I already know it. I already know it. Hands down. Yeah, I think we're all we're all a little scarred from that, man. But yeah. uh, we'll look, get there, man. Hopefully before 2030. That's the goal, right? Or else you're getting in range, marriage. Look how, you uh, look how this motherfucker fun. ended the episode, man. All right, anything else, man? Just give us your favorite Nelly Furtado song, okay? Wow, my favorite Nelly Furtado song is yeah. probably... Come on, wow. man. Prob probably I'm Like a Bird, man. I'm, I'm, like... I'm going to go with the classic. Damn, I think that's the first song I ever sang in the car. Yo, hands down, bro. I was probably four years old, five years old, man. Straight up. Okay, we'll end on that note. Begsy, thanks for your time. Sipping on a 40 on the Nux Misconduct Network. Go follow it wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I promise you, you'll make your hockey life a little bit better. What the fuck you're reading on TikTok? I filmed like four over the last couple of days. We'll get those edited. We'll get those up. Hey, go follow it if you're into the world of books. You should be into the world of books. Honestly speaking, Vancouver, read books. Start reading books now because next season, you don't want to waste your time watching. <sighs> what are we going to watch in 2022, okay? Anyways, this is I'm Like a Bird by Nelly Furtado. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace. You're beautiful, that's for sure. Hey, hey! You'll never, ever fade. Woo, woo! You're Hey! But it's not for sure. Hey, hey! I won't ever Oh, yo.
This song, this song's heavy, yo. And though my love is Bexy, we gotta go in for the people. I'm like a bird, I'll fly away. I don't know where my home is. Okay. Thanks, man. Have a good All day. All right, man. My podcasting voice woke up the baby, so I'm on daddy duty. Oh, you fucked up, dude. You actually woke up the baby? Get out of here, yeah, man. Get out of here, man. Yeah. See you. See you. Peace, peace, peace. You're in trouble, dog.